and waters of the Great Lakes State to the Michigan Talk Network. It's Wild Michigan with your host, Duran Martinez. Michigan Duran Martinez making our way through March here on the Michigan Talk Network. Very happy to have you here all over the world on our website, wildmichiganradio.com. You can pick up the uh, completely updated podcasts on there. And thanks and thanks to those of you who send me messages. Hey, I, I listen only to the podcast because we don't have affiliates in, in my area and, uh, you know, or people that do listen to affiliates say, hey, I listen on this station. So wherever you're at, please let me know via the Facebook where you're, uh, where you're listening. And uh, we, you know, I, I would like to say thank you personally on the air just because uh you are why we do this and and selfishly i've been doing this for me since the beginning because it has done nothing but teach me about what's going on in michigan and and the rest of the world in the outdoors and and believe me it has taken my absolutely no nothing skill of the outdoors which i thought i knew something when we started the show but to where i where i at now Okay, success rate on all levels, and uh, it's because of the great people we've had on the show, and we will talk more about that uh, here on the show today. Uh, I want to thank our friends at Not Just Guns, Cedar Street 127 in Mason. Also, Conquest Sense, Doug and Karen Roberts, who I'll be hanging out with next weekend in Gaylord at the... um, United Deer Farmers of Michigan uh, event, which will be taking place in Gaylord, and I can't wait to get up there because uh, Blaine Anthony, the Bear Whisperer, will be speaking on Friday. I'll be speaking on Saturday, and there's going to be a lot of great people from United Deer Farmers of Michigan up there as well. So all the information is on our website if you'd like to attend, wildmichiganradio.com. And uh, recently up in Gaylord, there was, uh, like last weekend, was the, uh, the Fred Bear Day up there and uh, they were um, the the folks up there have raised a bunch of money uh, to get a statue of Fred Bear put up uh, in Gaylord which will be happening and I, I can't wait for that because traditional archery Fred I mean as, as much as there were other people that were really you know as good uh, if not in some levels better than Fred Fred was the the face of traditional archery and archery in Michigan uh, for so many years came from Pennsylvania with his family. Uh, Dad worked at Ford. Fred grew up here and uh, and ended up becoming the icon that he is. And traditional archery still alive and well today in Michigan. Uh, and I've got David Belowski from St. Joe River Bows joining me on the show. Uh, he and his wife, Tracy, uh, cranking out the, the beautiful, beautiful handmade uh, recurve bows that you guys do. David, welcome back, man. It's been a few years since you've been on the show. It has been a few years. Shoot, I think we met maybe what twelve years ago, first time. So <laughs> I can't believe it's been that long. When people remember, it's like, oh my god, it's been that long. But yeah, yep. <laughs> but I mean, I was thinking about it. You know, we were up at the, the, like uh, the um, the sportsman's triathlon at the Hiawatha, if I remember correctly. Yep, yep. yep, that was the first time we met. I think that was at least what two thousand eleven yeah, or somewhere in it there. It was. So. It was. Yeah, time flies. 
It, it does, but man, you guys have been cranking out the work, and, and I saw Tracy uh, or you had posted something about St. Joe River Bows. I'm like, you know what? It's been a long time, unfortunately, that we since we've had you guys on, but you're still cranking them out, and, and real quickly, I want to give props to Tracy because she's like, at one time, if not still, uh, Michigan's only true woman bowyer. Um, she's still is the only one in Michigan. No, there's a second one in Michigan. So there is, there are two in Michigan. Um, there's another one, I believe in Wisconsin, but that, that's pretty much it. Man, that's for ladies who are professional doing, you know, building bows for customers. That's fantastic. Now, how long have you guys been doing this? Uh, this is, well, we're actually this net coming November will be our 14th year. Okay, so, so you were relatively been doing new. doing it a while now, a little while. You were relatively new when this all started, and I remember, I mean, it just, it, it is a lot of work. Yeah. It's very time-consuming to put these together because there is so much work that goes into a handmade bow. Yeah, yep. You know, and I mean, our company has been in business since the early 90s, and then we were the second owner of it. So. Okay. Um, we took over, you know, we've added to what was being done. We've added some more models since we took it over. Um, we added the UFO lines that we do that are so big now. But um, we've added a lot to the what the original lineup was. Now, what is, uh, what is you know, what is popular in in your in in your house right now with as far as you know what is the one being ordered uh, by customers because all of these are so beautiful. Um, boy, you know there is no I think one particular one. I mean we, you know, it seemed like for a couple of weeks we might be doing several recurves, then all of a sudden we'll do us do a big line of long bows. So we do a lot of everything, um, and. Youth bows are nonstop. That's just a weekly thing, cranking them out um, and trying to keep ahead of the customers, which we can't right now. Now, exotic, you guys are exotic woods, fiberglass. Um, yep. So much goes into this. And I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, yesterday, uh, my buddy Irish, about the cost of exotic woods. Uh, not cheap yeah. by any stretch. No, no, and there, there's some of them you sit there, yeah, we'll sit there and ask what, oh, okay, well, this is what's going to cost you for your bow, you know, if they want something really specific and special. Um, and if they're ordering it, you know, they don't usually mind because they know what the cost is. But compared to what it costs on other things, such as a compound even, you're still not as much money as those can cost. No, I know because uh, raw materials. I mean, you're looking at aluminum, a uh, block of aluminum that they cut out of a CNC machine. I mean, like, how many can you get out of that? You know, and and yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. I mean, it really is this, the same thing when you're buying wood or you're buying paper. Because I used yep. to be a printing press operator, it was like, how many out of yep. a parent sheet can you get? And there's yep. a there's a lot so. of work that goes into that. <laughs> there is, um, yeah, and we're always laying up supplies constantly. We try to save costs, you know, to buy as much as we can in bulk. Um, fiberglass, we try to get once, maybe twice a year, so we keep keep shipping costs down. But as you know, the pro- cost of all products has just gone crazy these last two years. Yeah, it's it's been... Um... It's been it's been really okay. I'll just say it, intolerable <laughs> the way yeah. prices have gone up um, with stuff. Speaking with David Belowski with St. Joe River Bows, their website uh, st 
JoeRiverBows.com, and, and and I'm on the website right now, and you guys have got some just beautiful, beautiful traditional archery uh, equipment. Um, and, and I know Osage is like something that's pretty common in the world of of bows. Am I am I correct? Yeah, it, um, it's kind of the old classic thing yeah, that a lot are made out of, um, and you don't see a lot, and it's hard to get it commercially, but um, we, we lucked into a bunch of it years ago, so we laid up a huge supply of it, uh, and it's Tracy's favorite. It's in every bow that she builds, has to build for herself. Um, we just built a couple with Osage accents in them, uh, one we just finished. It might even be the one you were just talking about that you commented on. And, uh, yeah, we use Osage a lot. It's David Blowski on Wild Michigan from St. Joe River Bows. Had to cut that one short. Uh, sorry about that, David. Ran up against a bit of a break. We're going to come back with Tom Nelson, host of the American Archer, coming up next on Wild Michigan on the Michigan Talk Network. I still believe. Hey, Michiganiacs, this is your blood brother Ted Nugent celebrating the almighty Michigan spirit of the wild with my blood brother Duran Martinez on Wild Michigan. Go wild. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. I'm Duran Martinez. Happy to have you here. Being brought to you by our friends at Conquest Sense, makers of Sense in a Stick and the new uh, Thermopads. Goes right in your thermocell unit. Fantastic stuff, man. And if uh, you want to get close, by all means, Evercalm, VS1, those are the Sense to go to, ConquestSense.com. Also, our friends at Not Just Guns, Cedar Street 127 in Mason, Michigan, for all your firearm and everyday carry needs. Going to go out to Kansas right now keeping this archery themed show going and and it's you know it's like why are you talking about archery in in like march i'm like here's why it's getting warmer out you start get outside and start shooting and we've got spring turkey season coming up and maybe just maybe you want to try and take a turkey uh with your compound or your traditional bow and we'll talk about that in a few minutes but we are going out to uh Kansas right now, Sheridan, Kansas, uh, or I'm sorry, at the Sheridan in Manhattan, Kansas, Tom Nelson for the Kansas Bowhunters Association 50th anniversary convention. Mr. Nelson, how are you? I'm great, Rand. It's great to be on your show again. Dude, it's always great having you here. I mean, I get to see you when I can, which is great in, you know, being so close to me. And, uh, but, you know, I get to talk to you via the telephone while you're out in Kansas. Uh, that's a big deal what you've got going on out there. It, it is. And, uh, you know, it's been a, a, a quite a two week span here. Um, I was in Iowa for the Iowa Deer Classic last weekend and then turned around and, uh, Headed down here to Kansas. We're in Manhattan, Kansas, for the 50th anniversary of the Kansas Bowhunters. I'm a, I'm have been and am a, a Kansas Bowhunter member, uh, and I was asked to be the keynote speaker at their banquet and to MC another event. And, and I know I I like to support. Can- I hunt Kansas whenever I can draw a tag. It's one of my favorite go-to states for whitetails. And when the opportunity arise, and they asked if I would. Uh, come to the banquet and be a speaker as a member. I couldn't turn them down. So it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, my good buddy Tom Miranda is going to be here and, and some other celebrities. It's just a, it's going to be a fun bow hunting 
filled weekend as far as stories and, and good fun. You know, it's there's so much. Kansas is known for some big deer. I mean, very wide open plains area, lots of space for them to go. Uh, how is the hunting pressure out there? Because I know you go out there quite often uh, to film for the American Archer. But from a Michigan perspective, yes. which, you know, we are everywhere here, how is Kansas? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'm sure some Kansas bow hunters would argue thinking there's too many. But compared <laughs> to what we deal with in Michigan, it, it, it pales in comparison as far as uh, sheer numbers. And, and, you know, you know as well as I do, there's, there's certain areas in Michigan where it seems like there's a guy or gal behind it behind or up every tree when it comes to hunting and uh you know we have we have high pressure deer that we hunt in michigan and in kansas it's it's way different i mean i seldom seldom ever bump into anybody else when i'm out hunting even uh, you know a parked vehicle here or there but that's that's the beauty of it that's why it's such a quality hunt in my opinion is you know they limit the the number of non-residents that can come here and the area is so vast I mean, it's huge, and uh, um, whitetail habitat everywhere. So lots, lots of deer, a healthy herd, and man, they grow bucks a phenomenal size. It's just uh, the the buck display that'll be put up here shortly. As far as whitetails taken this past year in their competition, uh, is it, it, is unbelievable, jaw dropping in many cases. So pretty exciting. You know, I, I chuckle, Tom. Tom Nelson, our guest here, uh, host of the American Archer here on Wild Michigan. Uh, I, I chuckle. I'm like, wait, they limit the amount of people to keep they keep out, and you have a quality hunt. Hmm, <laughs> a novel concept, but but yeah. uh, you know, but yeah. but I mean, but but honestly, you they have so much open space because there is so much farmland. I mean, we have a lot. Don't get me wrong. But the expanse of farmland and the type of farming done out there is very different than here. Yes, even the crops that they raise. It's a lot of milo uh, instead of corn. You don't see very few soybeans, but um, you see other other crops and stuff. And, 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 and lots of, you know, big grass fields, high grass, which whitetails love. You know, they'll go in there and bed and spend their whole day in these high grass fields where they can just disappear and there's miles of it, you know, that, that they save for winter grazing, et cetera, or just set aside. You know, the the Kansas Parks and Rec, you know, here done a great job as far as sheer, you know, um, preserving whitetail habitat and such. And 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 so it, it it just makes a great whitetail state. And these guys out here, the bow hunters are just different. They they are big believers, you know, in letting them grow, you know, so they can you know, become bigger bucks and they're, they're more selective. And, and when I say about, you know, when I talk about a quality hunt, Duran, I mean, when you come out here, you're just not going to see a lot of, of hunters. And there's mm-hmm. lots, you know, as a non-resident, there's lots of walk-in areas where um, that are open to, for hunting. So, you know, if you're a Michigander and you're looking for a state to hunt uh, with access, Kansas is a state you, you need to look at. Tom Nelson joins us here, uh, host of the American Archer on Wild Michigan, uh, Michigan Talk Network, our website, wildmichiganradio.com. You can pick up our podcast there anytime uh, and listen to the shows you may have missed or, or this one in particular. And and Tom, I, I spoke with Cuz Strickland one time a few years back, and, and I'm going to I'm gonna say this about, about deer hunting as well, but he said, if you can turkey hunt successfully in Michigan, you can be a successful turkey hunter about anywhere. 
and I and I say that I, because we have a lot of pressure here in the state. Yeah, no, no question. The, the toughest whitetails I've ever hunted are in Michigan compared to anywhere else. I mean, I, I can get away with things in Kansas as far as get, getting up in a wide open poplar tree, for example, and have have deer walk right by and not even look at them. Although you look like the Zeppelin blimp up there on the side <laughs> of the naked tree because there's not a lot of trees out here. Period. And, uh, you know, and these are mature bucks that in Michigan, they'd spot you a hundred yards away and vacate the premises, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, our, if you can, if you shoot a, a doe in Michigan, you can come to a lot of these Western States, uh, or other States and, and, uh, hunt deer successfully or more successfully than, than a lot of people. I mean, it's, uh, again, I I'll say our, our turkeys, our deer are the hardest critters as far as Michigan animals that I've, I've ever faced. I, I, I've got to say, as far as a tough adversary, our critters are. They're, they've been acclimated to hunting pressure. And, and so they're very, very hunter-savvy. Tom Nelson is our guest here. Uh, he is currently out in Manhattan, Kansas, for the annual convention of the Kansas Bowhunters Association. 50 years of, of that. Now, now, really, Tom, when you look at 50 years for you and I, that's like 1973, which really wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> which, no. which, I hate that perspective. I really do. But you know, but you yeah. have your, you know the founding uh, the founding member first president will be out there as well. This is a really big deal for Kansas. Yes, yes, and so they're expecting a big, big crowd, and that's why it's a more usually it's a two day event, and they've extended it um, an extra day just just because of that. You know, to celebrate the fifty years of it, and um, from what I'm hearing. Um, even this morning at, at breakfast with a lot of the members already arriving and such, there's people coming from all over and a lot of the older um, founders of the organization that are, uh, you know, up there in age are, are being brought in by their, their family and such so they can attend. So it's, it's going to be a fun deal, I, I guarantee you. Well, you know, Tom, I'm looking at the uh, the itinerary too. You've got a bunny hunt, uh, archery, golf, which I, I can't wait to see what that is, and the possibility of the uh, Milford carp shoot and the prairie dog hunt. Which, ladies and gentlemen, I've done it. That's a blast. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's, that's fun. If, but... if you've ever played whack a mole, it's like real life because those things you'll hear them <laughs> chattering in a town, then they pop up, and that's when you try and take your shot. <laughs> bring a lot of arrows is all I can say absolutely Tom Nelson our guest here we'll talk more with him gonna talk spring turkey hunting archery style coming up next on Wild Michigan on the Michigan Talk Network